This is Becoming, a podcast for teens and young adults. Episode number 16, Doing Work. Hi there, and welcome to Becoming, a podcast for teens and young adults, where together we are becoming more than we are and who we were always meant to be. Each episode will feature different topics to enhance your growth, help you see the world differently, and discover who you really want to become. We are your hosts, Tani Beardall and Erica Peterson. We will be interviewing guests with unique experiences and experts in different fields to help us get the most out of each episode. Hey everybody and welcome to the podcast. Today I am talking about work. I don't know if you were able to listen to the episode that I did with my husband Dan. It was episode number 12, Small and Simple Things. I actually received way more comments and compliments on that episode than any other episode I've done. So if you haven't had a chance to check it out, I think you'd really like it. But one thing I forgot to do was ask Dan what his advice to his high school self would be, like I asked all of my guests. And I really wanted to know his answer. So when I asked him this recently, he said to me that it would be, here's his quote, find an opportunity to learn in every stage of life that you're in. Because like the compound effect, it all adds up over time. It will teach you work ethic and you will learn valuable skills that when compounded together can contribute to your overall value as an employee or business owner. I loved his perspective. It really triggered the subject matter for today. We are going to be discussing work and how incredibly important this quality is going to be in your life. I know, I know, that doesn't sound like any fun. We naturally want the path of least resistance, but achievements will not be acquired through the path of ease. Some young people choose to coast through life and just think, I'll worry about learning that when I go to college. And then it turns into, I'll worry about learning that when I graduate and have to get a real job. Or I'll focus on growing wealth and being successful after I have fun and travel first. This way of thinking doesn't take advantage of the life lessons and moments of growth along the way. It doesn't help you gather the knowledge available to you. This mentality, this path of least resistance that isn't born in most of us, is really causing us to not take advantage of the lessons right in front of us. We will never be successful with this attitude. How many successful people do you know that have never had to struggle? Hard work is vital. When we are challenged, when we struggle, this is when we learn and grow. Think of a baby bird inside of an egg trying to hatch and break free. I'm sure its mother is so excited to meet that baby bird. And because of the love we have for our children, she probably doesn't want to see it struggle. But if she decided to save that baby the struggle of working to break through the shell then she would really be doing that baby a disservice. The baby actually needs the challenge. The repetitive movements of its neck to peck the shell and the struggle in its wings are actually strengthening him. This is vital to its health. He couldn't survive without working and completing this process. So try not to get mad at your parents when they don't want to hand over whatever you want. They are doing it for your own good teaching you and helping you grow so you can survive on your own. Just like this baby bird, you're going to have some seemingly insignificant jobs, chores, and challenges. 
Our goal today is to help you understand that all of these things are for your good. They all have a purpose and you can benefit from them if you have a good attitude and choose to learn from and make the most of your struggles. Successful people learn from and absorb all information possible. Have you guys ever heard of a man named Fred Turner? He started working at McDonald's as a burger flipper, and he quickly grew and excelled within the company. He later became the CEO of McDonald's and helped the franchise grow into the international mega million business that it is today. So this hypothetical person I'm going to be talking about, we can just pretend like it's Fred Turner or ourselves. So let's just say the CEO of a huge company has been gathering information his whole life, learning from all of the small and simple things along the way, just like Fred did. Instead of thinking it was just this dead-end job that his parents made him get, he decided to take advantage of every single thing he could learn. I'm not talking about how good he could flip a burger. He learned personal skills and customer service skills, impressing those around him by his hard work, integrity, and reliability. He learned how to manage other people, how to treat others, how to be a good leader. He built relationships and got amazing references for new jobs that helped him get closer to his goals of running his own business one day. This process can begin today for you. Look for every opportunity to absorb all education, growth, knowledge, and skills that you can to further yourself. Growing up with this way of thinking was really instilled in me. My parents made it a point that we learned how to work hard. We didn't grow up with a big piece of property or a family business to work at, so when we were old enough to get a job, they pushed us to do so, especially in the summers when we had more free time. My brother Taylor was around 16, and it was his turn to find a real job outside of the home. My parents pestered him to find a job, and he just kept telling them that he tried and no one was hiring. My mom grew really tired of that excuse, so she decided to drive him around herself so she could make sure that he was actually trying. She just stayed in the car as she made him go up to different stores and fast food joints to speak with the manager and get an application. My brother is incredibly smart and witty. And when it was a company where he didn't particularly want to work, he had a sneaky little plan. He admitted this to me later in life, and I thought it was very clever. My mom would watch him from the car through the store window to make sure that he was actually going in and inquiring. She would see him go to the counter, ask for a manager, only to see him shake his head no, and then Taylor would come back to the car. It turns out he would ask for the manager, and then the manager would come to the front and he'd say, Hey, can you do me a favor? Will you just shake your head no for me? The manager would look confused, but then just did what he asked him to do. He just shook his head. Taylor thanked him, and then he would get back in the car, and then he would just say, Oh, sorry, Mom, they aren't hiring. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Can you guys believe him? I would never even think of doing that. So he gets major points for creativity. But I wouldn't really suggest doing this. It's not the greatest way to learn how to work. But don't you worry, Taylor is a super hard worker. My parents found a way to really enhance that work ethic in him, and obviously he's super smart, so he'll be successful at anything he chooses to do. I love my brother Taylor. He's awesome. Well, a fun surprise for you today. I invited my father, Dean Payne, to come on the podcast today. He's going to tell you the next part of the story. Hi, it's so good to be with you. I'm so happy you are here with us today, Dad. You have always been such a voice of reason and a huge support for me, and I'm really happy you're willing to come on here and share your wisdom with us today. 
So Dean has his bachelor's degree in psychology and his master's degree in organizational behavior. So not only are you one of my favorite people to talk to, you also have all the education to back yourself up. Isn't that right, Dad? If you say so, Toddy. <laughs> I do, and I'm always right. Isn't that correct? That, that's correct, my love. <laughs> well, let's just jump right in, Dad. I want to ask you more about that situation with Taylor. I want you to tell us about how you helped him find a job. Okay. Well, in our small town, uh, Taylor was looking for work, but there weren't many opportunities. Uh, one day I noticed uh, a new store, you know, it was a video store that was going to be open within a week or two. And so I went and talked to them and uh, they were not financially able to hire an employee yet. Mm -hmm. But I offered Taylor services for free until revenue started to come in. I bet they liked that idea. Well, they, they did, but Taylor still had to go and interview for employment and, yeah. and demonstrate his value to them. And, and they made a deal. And I think it was within a couple of days, though, that revenue started coming in and they were paying Taylor at that point. I love that story so much because it just shows me that you guys really valued work, whether he was getting paid or not. It was important to you that he learned the principles of working, like being there on time, having a schedule, and it didn't matter to you if he was getting paid or not. You just wanted him to start developing those characteristics. So I want to know, why was it so important that you and mom teach us kids the value of work? Why did that matter so much to you guys? Well, uh... Genesis 3.19 states, In the sweat of thy face shalt thou eat bread till thou return unto the ground. Hmm. From the beginning, it was meant for us to work hard and to gain various experiences and develop our talents and abilities and grow and, and serve others and bless others too. Yeah. Work has been and always will be a critical part of life. Mm -hmm. Work enables us to have the necessary experiences that help us grow, develop, and become the person we need to be. I agree. Two very good qualities that come from that, well, it's honesty and learning how to work hard. They're key success principles in life. Businesses are always looking for key people with these attributes. Oh, I totally agree with that. These are the core values and basic fundamentals that are just critical if you want to be successful and get noticed in the business world. That hard work and honesty are really important. Also, Carlene Tanner said, hard work is the source of contentment, happiness, and a sense of well-being. If you are trustworthy, reliable, and personally responsible, you will always have a job and successful career or run your own business. Absolutely. Well, something I want to talk about is having fun is like a really big motivator to me. And often most of us don't want to do something if it's not going to be fun. So do you have any ideas of how to develop a love for work and make it fun? As you said that, a memory came back to me about 20 years ago when I was uh, working in a different high-tech job. I had about 15 minutes for lunch, so I ran out to a, a local Wendy's. And on the marquee of Wendy's, it said, bacon cheeseburger, 99 cents, mm -hmm. and smiles are free. How generous of them. <laughs> yes. That's funny. Uh, I thought that was kind of cute. So as I was driving through the drive through they took my order. I said, yeah, bacon cheeseburger, a water, and three free smiles, please. <laughs> and the young lady said- That's so you. <laughs> yeah. And the young lady said, excuse me? 
And I said, well, three free smiles, that's, you said smiles are free. <laughs> I want three of them. Yeah. And so she just laughed. And then I pulled up, you know, waited for my turn. And when I got there, I handed him the, you know, dollar six. And she handed me the water and then the bag. And I was so surprised because on the bag, she took a Sharpie and had three really cute smiley faces <laughs> on that bag. And you know what? I still have that bag today. I mean, she gave me, the customer, a really fun experience, and we had a really fun interchange. And uh, I just know that that young lady has grown up to be successful in whatever she's chosen to do. Just because of who she is. Yeah, her personality and making things fun. And uh, again, it wasn't really screwing around a lot. It was just being excited and having fun with the customer and making it an enjoyable experience. Oh, I agree. I love that. I love that it's so simple, but it really impacted you. And I wonder what she would think if she knew that you still have that bag nearly 20 years later and just how her positive attitude really did affect you. Yeah, it was, it was a great experience from a young lady that really impacted me. One other thing when I think of uh, having a positive attitude Henry Ford has a quote. He said, whether you think you can or think you can't, you are right. Mm. Isn't that a great quote? It's, it's that attitude that you go into something with. With that positive attitude, it builds momentum and you will be successful if you come with a positive attitude, no matter what you do, whether it's homework or uh, schoolwork or any type of task or I job. I agree. And... On the pessimistic side, if you have that negative attitude and you think, I can't do this, then you will be right too. Yep, exactly. So just talking about how honesty and having that really good work ethic and positive attitude are really important. I want to know how these characteristics really helped you in your life. That's a good question. Um, progression from sports, yard work, working in orchard, construction jobs in the summer, that's where those fundamentals just really became part of me. Yeah. And then, you know, that really prepared me for when I got married and needed to, you know, provide for my family. At that point, you know, I was going to college full time, but working full time with two small children. You were, you know, two months old when this next story happened. We moved from uh, Utah to Connecticut to go to graduate school. And after the first year of graduate school, we were out of money. So uh, I started working and I answered an ad in the paper through a temp agency to work at Otis Elevator Company. And at that job, we had new equipment that came in, a new color plotter. At that point, all of the printing we were doing was black and white, but we had this new color plotter with this very expensive computer and none of the other employees there could get it working. <laughs> and here I am, this temp. Anyway, I asked the director if he would allow me to work on that in the evening. And he was like, oh, sure, temp. <laughs> Go for it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Because it was like two or three days of not getting anything out of that equipment. So I, I called my friend that worked uh, for WordPerfect, and he had worked at a computer lab. So he had some experience in different configurations mm -hmm. of computers. And so he came by, and literally in five minutes, we were able to look at the settings file and change some configurations to where we were able to get it working. Wow. I stayed up the rest of the night converting our black and white, you know, dot matrix printouts to these beautiful plotted color. You know, so we had a stack of paper on the director's desk 
and I put a little note on that said, I'll be in a little bit late. Uh, thought you might like to see these. And it was a timestamp of like 4.17 in the morning. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Then the next morning, you know, I, I came in at about 9.30. I really couldn't sleep the rest of the night. I was so excited. Yeah. And so uh, the director called me in his office and sat across from me. And just for about a minute or more, he didn't say anything. And then he just said, <laughs> who the heck are you? <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Yeah. But the, the bottom line is they created a systems programmer trainee position and they said, this is your job. You better bid on it. Wow. And so just going the extra mile and solving problems for the organization you're working for, the company, that showed initiative. And then it opened the door for the career I've been in for the last 35 years. I love the takeaway from the story that I got there. If you do more than what is expected, rather than just showing up to punch the time card, your efforts will be recognized. I know that you will be rewarded somehow, whether it be monetarily or just improving your skills for the future. Being self-motivated and showing up with that sort of energy will be noticed, right? Absolutely. Employers can't really teach that. They can train skills and educate you, but you need to be the one to bring the motivation and the positive attitude. Yeah, so true. So what happens if self-doubt creeps in or we might have failed at something at one point? How do we not let that stop us from achieving our dreams and our goals? That's inevitable that you'll have some failures at times or have self-doubt. Um, there's a saying that I really love, don't let what you can't do interfere with what you can do. I think that was John Wooden, a famous uh, coach that coached UCLA. Cool. In other words, get started and let that momentum build. And once you do that, then your capacity expands and then you get more positive attitude and that positive momentum. Well, now I get to ask you what I ask all of my interviewees, and I'm really interested to see what my dad will say in this question. What is a piece of advice that you would give your high school self? Wow. Something to think about. Right. The best advice I would give myself is invest all of my extra money in Apple and Amazon. <laughs> yes. And you would have had a great chunk of money to leave me someday. There you go. <laughs> Dang you it, go. Dad. <laughs> all right. Well, other than that. Okay, but for real. I had an experience uh, when I was living in Connecticut. I was on business down in Washington, D.C. at the Crystal Gateway Marriott. And after working a you know, the full day, mm -hmm. I was going down to the mall to grab a bite to eat. And the elevator at the hotel stopped at a certain floor. And these two gentlemen get on and I recognize them. One was Dave Blackwell, a sportscaster for the Utah Jazz. Cool. And the other was Frank Layden. He was the general manager and coach for the Utah Jazz. Oh, I bet you were excited. I was. I was really excited to see them and let them know that I knew a few people that work for the Jazz that they knew. And and anyway, we get to the lobby. And as we were getting out, Frank Layden said, Dean, what are you doing? I said, oh, nothing. Why? He said, well, sit down. Let's talk for a while. Well, you're not going to pass that opportunity up. No, that <laughs> so was, what'd you it, do? it was amazing. So we sat down on a, on a couch and at every turn, I was trying to ask him questions about the jazz and his, you know, growing up in New York and all that. But he would turn the conversation back to me mm -hmm. and show genuine interest in me as a person, 
you know, our family, the work I was doing, uh, asking me my opinions on different things. Hmm. And that was so stunning. This Here I am, this young married man, yeah. you know, new in my career. And this, this accomplished, yeah, thing. experienced person just really showing genuine interest. And I think that quality has really been part of what made Frank Layden who he is. Sure. You know, turning that arrow outward, so to speak, and, and really caring and loving other people and showing interest in them. Yeah. You know, and again, it's what's the saying? Someone doesn't care how much you know until they know how much you care. Hmm. But Frank Layden... I mean, I have such incredible respect for him, especially after that experience where he cared about me as a person and made me feel so good about myself with that interaction. With that said, as a, my high school self, I remember it took quite a while to where the world didn't revolve around me till I was genuinely interested in, in other people. Yeah. And I wish at a younger age, I would have been able to uh, show that interest and respect more for other people and really cared about other people at a younger age. I agree. That's something I wish I would have recognized as well. Maybe it's not too late for me. <laughs> me too. It's not that neither of us are perfect at this, but we can improve in this area, right? And that's why this is called becoming. That's what it's all about to me is to just learn and grow from where you're at and try to become more than you are. I love it. And, and all of us, no matter who we are, we have such an incredible upside with unique talents, abilities, and such a fun life in front of each of us. I love it, Dad. Thank you. I really wish I would have recognized that value and the wisdom that I had in you and Mom right in front of me when I was younger. I'm just thankful for those characteristics that you tried to help instill in me at a young age. I just love you. Thanks for your time today. You've done a great job. Love you, sweetie. Love you. <laughs> Isn't he incredible? Ah, I love my dad. Well, I'm sure all of you will be given many opportunities to learn how to work hard. Please realize that all of these moments are important and try to keep a positive attitude about your experiences. We are all going to have to work. We might as well learn to love it. A negative attitude about it will make us miserable. As you are putting in the work, just think this. When I am running my own business someday, how can what I'm learning right now be applicable to me? You'll be able to tell all of those stories about your burger flipping days when you spent your whole summers mowing lawns, and I'm sure you'll have tons of stories about all the babysitting you did. Everything we do can have a purpose. Ask questions that will promote growth within you. Do more than is expected. Be early and stay late. Be honest and trustworthy. You don't know what relationships you will build and who you will impress by having a positive attitude and a strong work ethic. It's all important. If those reasons weren't enough, there are so many more personal benefits that we can obtain from hard work. It teaches us self-discipline and creates a feeling of self-worth. The effort, labor, and struggle that get us to these accomplishments will help us feel value and pride in ourselves. Work helps you gain independence and the confidence that will prepare you to be on your own someday. Work can be fun. It all depends on your attitude. Here is your challenge to become this week. Try to absorb every opportunity to learn what you can. I want you to push beyond comfort in this. 
Ask questions to your parents or other adults that will help prepare you for your future. Go out and help with yard work and ask how to use different yard tools. Do the same thing with maintenance on a car. When you see your mom's in the kitchen, pitch in and help her. Ask her to teach you what she is doing. Take on any new skill that you possibly can. If you are filling up to a big challenge, go to a business that you are interested in and ask if you can do a free internship. They will be thrilled and you will gain valuable knowledge. I actually did this with my high school soccer coach and it saved me from doing a lot of work that I found out I didn't like. I thought I wanted to be a dental hygienist. Well, I really only thought that because my best friend did. And I told you in episode two that I didn't do so well in the authenticity department. So I just followed whatever my friends wanted to do. Anyway, my soccer coach was a hygienist and I shadowed her at work for a semester at work release. It was awful. I hated it and I nearly threw up every day. Working on people's teeth just grossed me out. It wasn't for me. I'm so glad I put in the effort and work to find that out before I spent a lot of time and money going to school for that. I just love Thomas Edison's favorite statement. It says, genius is 1% inspiration and 99% perspiration. It's so true. Ideas are actually easy to come by, but hard work will separate you from the people who aren't willing to do what it takes to succeed. You need to learn to love to work. It is one of the most important qualities that you can possess to help you have a successful future. Be brainstorming about what you want to do this week to grow your skills and prepare you to become. If you are enjoying this podcast and finding value in it, we want to ask for your help. We don't always want to ask for reviews and ratings, but reviews on the podcast app are what help other teens to find us. We want to spread light and love and create the space for as many of you as we can. If you can take just a moment to give us a rating and a review right now, that would mean the world to us. Thank you so much for joining us today. We'll see you next time on Becoming. Becoming.